Welcome to episode 80 of Inside Job with V and Pam. This week, we are talking about embracing an enormous change that we've all experienced in the past few years. The pandemic has changed all of our lives in ways we haven't even fully grasped yet. When are we going to get back to normal? We're not. We have all been changed by the events of the past few years, even if our subconscious hasn't yet caught up to this fact. Pam and V reflect on how people have adapted to this enormous shift and how old patterns still pop up in times of fear and uncertainty. We talk about some of the ways we've taken careful steps forward in the past few months with patience and grace. We hope you enjoy this conversation. Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we have found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hey there, this is Virginia. Before we head into today's podcast, I'd like to let you know about a couple of offers from V. Labasi Transformational Coaching. The first is a three-card oracle reading. This is a half-hour session, free of charge, that will help you begin a deeper conversation with yourself. The second is a half-hour coaching session, also at no cost, if you're curious about the process and would like to try it out. You can find links for both of these opportunities in the show notes. Get a spot for yourself and be sure to share this with someone you know who might also be interested. And as always, thanks so much for your support. Let's go listen to the podcast. Hi, Pam. Hi, V. Hi, Virginia. So nice to be here with you again. Yeah, it's great to see you. And I'm going to ask you the question. Ask away. How are you being? I am being grateful. I am being excited isn't quite, it's not quite as high as excited, but I am definitely anticipating some delightful things happening later on today. So I feel like my battery is recharged and my heart is full and I am thankful for everything that's unfolding in my life and the people that I have in my life, including you. Hmm. Oh, that is, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I'm getting a a nice little sort of uh, ripple from that. Um, Yeah. And I, I am being, um, I would say, the word to use is, um, I feel like I'm being centered and, and grounded. And I don't, I don't really know. I don't use that word centered very much, but there's something in me that has, I, it, I'll just say this. 
the last week-ish or so, I've had some challenges peopling. <laughs> and Oh, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, what's, what's been happening in a good way is I am just returning to that center that, and, and saying like, yeah, I, I know that here's my part and, and I can look at it and feel okay about it. And so I can't, you know, what I can't control, I can't control. So mm-hmm. that so feels big. Yeah. So there's something that's kind of, you know, kept me grounded in all of this and it's, uh, you know, it's ongoing, but it's not, not anything that uh, is, you know, that challenging. So it's kind of uh, really kind of, I, I really appreciate this question, particularly because I think it's helping me to put it in all into perspective. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I love that. Yeah. I love it when a question helps reframe something or catch a new point of view or remember what's most important. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, (laughs) I hear what you're saying about struggling to people. (laughs) (laughs) And it feels as though there's some of that going around. And I think it's just we're in this season of transition and a lot of things are uncertain in the world in general. It just feels like there's a lot of upheaval right now. And I know we've been talking the last couple of weeks about embracing change and what are the costs of change. And it has been inviting me to think about how do we do that? Yeah. Any thoughts? Oh, yeah. You know, it, so I think this is like a big picture thing. And, and I've really been thinking about this in the last couple of weeks, particularly, and, and really probably longer, but like more intensely is that um, we've all been really, really changed by the events of the pandemic. And I keep wanting things to go back the way they were. And, and, and I realized that, oh my gosh, like it, I've been putting that thought into my head, like, okay, when am I, when am I going to feel like I did? When is, when I'm going to, when am I going to feel like I can really just kind of take that deep breath? And here is the truth. I have changed. We have changed. It has affected us in a way that we're living our lives in different ways. And so my responses to things are different and I have not caught up to that yet. <laughs> my expectations are from previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, so, and so I'm not sure if that kind of hits what you were asking, but there, there is this thought that there's something wrong with me because I can't oh. operate in the way that I have done for the last almost 15 years now uh and and i keep kind of putting that thought of how how life has been so different in the last two and a half three years that obviously like at this moment i'm like well yeah you you everyone and everyone to so many different degrees has been 
changed by the circumstances that are outside ourselves and we have no control over. Well, we have very little control over. For a long time, we had no control over it. Right. And I don't even know if control is a word that I want to even use in this conversation. <laughs> but it's really beyond, you know, my scope to, I can do my part, obviously, but I can't change that, you know, life shifted for all of us in those ways. And so it sure did. I've just, I've just really had a hard time re-entering whatever this new I and that's the problem I think I think I'm thinking I'm re-entering my old version of life but I am not right yeah right right and it sounds what I'm hearing is that you there's a part of you that wishes you were going back to what it used to be and there's also a part of you that recognizes that it will never be that way again yeah, at least I in think, some yeah. aspects and getting caught between those two places. Well, <laughs> we've been talking about embracing change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's a part of you that, that wants to embrace this and say, okay, this is not the way that it was. So yeah. how is it? And there's a part of you that just says, I don't care how it is. I wish it was the way that it was. And I can relate to that so much. It seems as though, it seems as though, let's see, it seems as though the pandemic has brought to light so many things. So many things have been revealed. So many people have thought, you know, I don't think I want to live my life like this anymore. I think I'm happy working from home or I'm happy changing this job and doing something that matters to me, or I'm happy being with these people, or I'm unhappy being with these people. I need to get out of here. And we get so caught up in how do I fix this? How do I fix me? What's wrong with me? Why am I broken this way? We forget that we are not broken and there's nothing to fix. And this is oh, this is what I've been coming around to over most of this past year is that surrender is not giving up and saying, forget it. I can't. There's nothing else to do. I, I quit but instead allowing ourselves to feel what we feel around whatever the change is with compassion for ourselves and also accepting what is rather than spending all our energy wishing that it was different. Does that make sense to you? It does. It does. And it's almost like this is sort of another layer of understanding. And because I've been kind of hard on myself that I haven't been able to jump back into everything. And I had reasons. And then part of it is my old, old, old story of um, you got to take care of yourself. You can't count on anyone else, you know? And so oh, yeah. that had been really, 
I had dissolved so much of it, but I do think there's always these kind of, in some ways, protective, um, and they can be overprotective um, parts of that story that linger. And 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 I felt like I was keeping myself safe. Yeah. And I also um, the the familiarity of it brought me back to that place of I'm just I'm doing this alone. And and the other part of this, I think, is that I'm not just the one affected. Everyone is. So all of our interactions, you know, we're all different in some yeah. way. And, yeah. and I'm really just catching up to that. And the, the other part is I have been re-entering my life and it is a different life than it would be even without the pandemic because it's almost three years later. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think I, there, but it has felt Virginia, like there was almost, um, time stood still and yes. I was kind of expecting to like almost, okay. Oh no, the clock is ticking again. I'm going to start back up. Um, yeah, but that isn't what happened. And what I have been personally kind of dealing with and struggling with is like taking some of those first steps, taking the, and, and I'm going to, you know, bring in our mutual friend and teacher, John Kim, who says mm-hmm. in the most simple and beautiful way, give yourself a new experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what I've been struggling with. Yeah. I hear all of this, Pam. And here's the thing. The past few years, and I know this is a word, you and I have talked about this word before. You probably know what I'm going to say. <laughs> the past few years, we have all experienced some form of trauma with a small T or trauma with a big T over this whole upheaval of our entire lives as we knew them, all of a sudden screeching to a halt and having to scramble not only to figure out how am I going to keep myself and my family safe, but in some cases, how am I going to keep us alive? So beyond safety to even like the deepest roots of survival, there are families who've been able to kind of circle the wagons and pull in and and keep themselves isolated from everyone else. There are families who haven't had that choice. There are families who have had to return to the workplace. There are families who have had to take significant risks. There are families of medical people and first responders who have lost their family members because their family members continued to serve in a time of significant upheaval and crisis for everyone. Our brains, as amazing as they are, still revert to that survival fight or flight mode in the face of a crisis. And this has been a long-term crisis. There are people now who are wiping their brow thinking, oh, thank goodness, this is over. And there are people who are saying, this is not over. So even in that uncertainty, 
there's a part of us that says, okay, where am I safe? What do I believe? How much risk am I taking? Being in this place, going where this crowd is, having my family be here. What we're all still, we're all still readjusting. At the same time, we're being told, you know, let's go. We are open. Let's hit it. Hit the ground running. Everybody back to work. Um, In my household, my husband was expecting to go back to work a few days a week and work from home a couple days a week. And literally within a week of them inviting everybody back into the building, he was back at work five days a week. And I said, what happened to the hybrid? And he said, oh, nobody's doing that. And I thought, well, okay, here we go. And this is not anything. I mean, people have hashed this pandemic around in so many ways. And the truth is that it happened. We did our best to adjust to it and survive through it to the best of our ability. We've come out the other side And just like the way that I see it, just like any other significant trauma or loss or change, we are putting a good face on it and soldiering on because that's what it looks like everybody else around us is doing. And we don't want to be the ones lagging behind, feeling like, oh, I can't keep up anymore because I'm fill in the blank, too scared, too tired, too overwhelmed, too whatever it is. We're just trying to jump back into the fray so that it feels quote unquote normal. When in some cases, the fray never felt normal, even before the pandemic. So a lot of this is about not only embracing change, but as you mentioned, how do we take that first step to reintegrate ourselves into what we want life to look like or what life looks like around us? How do we move from, I'm still afraid and I'm curled up under the covers and I'm not coming out (laughs) because I don't want to, to I am once again functioning. I am once again making choices that feel best for me. I am once again moving forward with my life. How do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, and I think we're all doing our best, whatever that Mm -hmm. looks like. And, Mm -hmm. and it's true that, um, you know, I'm speaking particularly from the perspective of the challenge I'm having and, 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 but I, but I will share that, of course, there's been some progress. So this, but, but what's the, so what, what I want to share is, this has happened to me many times before when other big life events have happened that didn't affect everybody else on the planet. Um, this one just happens to be that, that giant umbrella over all of us that we're, we can see that shadow. And so everybody's coping in their own way. But if I'm really looking at this, oh, this has happened when your mom died. This has happened when, you know, my stepdad got sick. It's happened Mm -hmm. when I had to have surgery. It's happened Mm -hmm. when somebody I love died. It's, you know, like all kinds of things have, have had this similar thing. And this has seemed to um, go on for such a long time. And my, my, my response 
has always been a version of, okay, just take care of yourself and, um, and, and, and kind of isolate. And so in some ways I've been in like a long isolation, although I have had lots of often daily and multiple daily conversations with people. And I have a house person that I live, you know, that I, a roommate that I live with. So I haven't at all been completely isolated, isolated, but it is an internal isolation where yes. I'm, you know, they're just not getting really all the way in. Um, and so what I've been doing um, this, this summer, it's really started for me is um, starting to take little steps to do things that I had done in the past that mm -hmm. also I enjoy and bring meaning to my life. And so mm -hmm. a good example is that um, I have since I want to say it's 2004 or 2005, I can't remember the exact year, but it's one of those two years. I have been going um, on a yearly kind of trip with my very good friends. Um, and uh, I, until the pandemic, I had not missed one in like 15 years. So oh, yeah. it was one of those kind of maybe and longer, I guess now, because, and so, um, and it was the thing that I looked forward to every single year. Um, so obviously I didn't go, you know, in 2020, nobody was going. And then in 2021, there was talk of doing it. And I felt frozen and I could not book the ticket in any way. And um, it ended up being sort of, right. It ended up being kind of a partial, uh, I think only one, you know, like one, two friends went to see the other two friends. And so, um, but it wasn't what we had always done. And I actually felt really good about not going because mm -hmm. I just did not feel safe enough to go for me with my circumstances too, with taking care of my dad, stepdad right. and kind of right. being, seeing them very regularly mm -hmm. and not wanting to bring that to them. And so this year it does, I can say, yes, I can feel the page has turned and lots has happened. And I still was having a hard time with this. And so one of the things I did is I went to a gathering in July that was going to be more people than I'd been with in one place for the whole time since the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. And I had a wonderful time and I, I started to feel that little spark of aliveness that, you know, I really wanted to feel. And it's not that I haven't felt it. It's that it's been different. I've had to really adjust. Yeah. So I have done those things. I went to go see a couple of outdoor concerts this summer, which I hadn't done actually in years before the pandemic. So it wasn't, it wasn't that, but this was the first year that was opened up and yeah. I went and I could have gone to many more, but I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do the first one and see how that goes. And it went fine. And so I have been taking little steps. Um, and then the final part of this is, okay, it's time for our October trip <laughs> that we've been talking about for months. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying I'm going, but mm -hmm. I could not buy the ticket. I could not, there was, I was still holding myself back and it was, there was a part of me that could just be curious about it and have grace for myself. And, and then there was a part that was saying what's going on. And um, I had to, I had some conversations with my friends and we, we started to make some plans and they were so loving and they are so loving and they never 
pushed me and said, did you book, did you book, did you book? Mm -hmm. Um, They just let me have my space. And um, about, I think maybe like two weeks ago, I just said, what's stopping you? And I said, right now, before that thing that happens 20 minutes from now, because I had some, you know, some call or some work thing that I needed to do, uh, get on the site, see what's available. Don't think about it too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I had booked the time out at work, but I hadn't bought the ticket. And mm-hmm. it was sort of clicking down to that point where it was like, will I, you know, like, will it be too expensive or will there be anything available when I've actually taken time off? Um, And that was like my way of helping myself. I just said, you're going to do it right now. You have to do it now because in 20 minutes you have this Mm -hmm. and you need to be able to look at a few things, but I'm not giving you two hours to scroll every possibility and then think about making a different decision tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that was, that was my way of helping myself. And I booked it and I, uh, I, I said, okay, you know, let's do this, let's do that. And then I thought, you know, really, I want to be there as long as I can, I can work from there. And so I think I'm, you know, there for 10, 12, maybe days, maybe even longer, but some of the days I'll be working. Um, but I'll be with my friends and I've done that before in the past. They've said, Mm -hmm. come and stay with us for a while. And, um, And these are people that had been in my life, they are in my life, but they had been in my life on a very regular basis until about five, five five-ish years ago when they moved to another state. Mm -hmm. So we have really kept that connection going. So to be able to go see them is mandatory for me. (laughs) It's not just like a nice thing to do. It's, it's the part that I feel so connected when, when we're, we all do when we're together, we feel the most ourselves. And mm. so um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think because I went to that gathering in July and then I started to go to a couple of outdoor things, I realized like, this is another step. This is another thing to add in that I really do feel okay about doing and deeply want to do. Deeply, mm-hmm. I will also say need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so now I'm, you know, thinking like, ah, I will be at the coast and in the forest, which is why this is so magical mm-hmm. with people I love so dearly. And yeah. um, it's happening in a few, couple, maybe like three weeks. So, um, but, but the resistance was there and part of it was for my protection and part of it was falling into an old pattern. And the yeah. part that I wanted to do was, was I was telling people I'm, ha- I'm struggling with this. I've talked to you about it and I've talked to my friends about it. And then giving myself that new experience and taking the first step. And, and I had already taken the first step of taking the time off like six months ago <laughs> at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, like I had put on the calendar a long time ago, like this is going to happen. It always happens in October. I know it didn't happen the last two years, but it's going to happen now. So... I think for me, it's, um, I do need support to work through it in my own way, but then I just need to give myself a time frame and a deadline and give myself that new experience. And I cannot tell you the immense relief I felt when it was done. 
Mm-hmm. Like it felt like a huge relief, not just a little like, oh, I'm going to click that off my list today. No, it was it was an internal relief in a way that I realized, oh, ooh, you are moving forward. Oh, okay, you are able to um, kind of disrupt this pattern that's been happening, mm-hmm. and, because, and it had been happening for you know a long time. And I think, and that's even harder to disrupt, you know, when you're right when you're sort of right in the middle of it. I didn't have a lot of perspective for a while, and I also was trusting myself and doing, you know, there was such a delicate balance. Like I need to be safe for myself and others, but there was a point where that was no longer the case. And I was still hanging on to that. Yeah. Right. So lots, lots there, but I'm glad I, I took that step um, because that was the only thing that would break that up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that is rebuilding, that sounds to me like rebuilding the trust in yourself that you are making a good sound decision for yourself rather than taking some impulsive flighty risk. And what I heard you say when you were talking about how important this is to you, that it is mandatory, which I absolutely get, um, the payoff is worth the risk. There are some things for which the payoff is not worth the risk. At least in my experience, there have been. And I, I feel like that is one, that is one disruptor, one internal disruptor of breaking up these old patterns of safety, because that's essentially what they are. It for protection, but also there's an old pattern that gets stirred up in us when we get activated by fear, right? We fall into those patterns of old coping mechanisms and stories, narratives that have kept us safe before. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no broken neural circuitry that pushes us back into those things. The way this works in our brains is simply part of being human. (laughs) We get (laughs) activated by fear and the older parts of our brains automatically click in to keep us safe. And you and I can talk about it here, you know, in the light of day when there's not anything pressing and say, oh, well, this is the neural circuitry and this is how the brain functions. And when you're in the middle of it, it doesn't matter how the brain functions. What matters is either I got to get out of here or I'm going to freeze here and hope that nobody notices and this will all just hopefully go away. So disrupting those patterns can feel really, really difficult, especially if they're those most ingrained stories and patterns within ourselves. And everything you described is absolutely a beautiful practice, reaching out to people that you trusted to talk about it, knowing that they wouldn't push you or that we wouldn't push you, but just say, oh, I hear you. I understand how you're feeling about this. What's your plan? Yeah. Yeah. Taking the preliminary steps 
asking for the time off, talking to your friends, envisioning what this vacation could be like for you, putting it in your mind in a way that you wanted it, not in a way of, oh, I wish for this, but how can I make this happen? Like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, not black or white, I'm going to go and everything else can fall away or I can never go anywhere again. That feeling of dread or of having zero options to what are my options here? How can I do this in a way that is comfortable and gives me what I dearly want? And providing yourself a structure for your plan of action. I'm going to give myself 20 minutes. I'm going to not give myself the opportunity to look at everything and second guess myself out of making this happen. I'm just going to give myself 20 minutes. I know what I need to do and I'm going to get it done by this time. Yeah, it was, it was like I pressed the play button. Yeah. Right. I, I, I mean, I had that song paused for a long time. Yeah. And I, it felt enormous to press play. But that was the step Mm -hmm. to, to, and I had tested it out and done it in ways here. Um, And so I had some momentum going for me and I could actually say, well, this went well and this went well and and you're still taking care of yourself. And, um, and you, what you did, you chose things that were really meaningful for you to do. Mm -hmm. And so when we press play, it's for something that matters to us. Um, And I think that's why it feels like the stakes are so high, but I want to, you know, I, I, I like having pauses and things. I want them to be in balance. And, um, as, as long as I have been doing this self-love work and working in the field of coaching and, and um, supporting others, um, the beautiful part is I get to be human the whole time. I'm going yes. to have my own stuff come up. I'm going to need my own support. And I'm so glad that we can have this space to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm excited that I pressed the play button and um, it's, 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 it's another reminder that I'm doing this in my own way and I have the capacity to re-engage and to, um, and to figure this out because on the, on the, in the bigger picture, Virginia, I'm figuring it out what this looks like for me now. And yes. that's the part that I haven't really put into this until just this summer. Like, okay, you are not the same. Others are not the same. How do you want to live, how do you want to be? So yes. um, I will be yes. very happily sharing about this <laughs> probably sometime in November when, when uh, after this has all happened. So mm-hmm. that is so beautiful, Pam. Yeah. So beautiful. I can figure this out in the way that I want it to look, yeah. the way that I yeah. want to live. Yep. Yeah. And I think it, it's reminding me to have as much patience and grace for myself as I give to others. And as I, as I'm able to do in other areas of my life. Um, so it will come back around as you need it. Um, and I'm not in any way going to be hard on myself that it took this amount of time. 
because this is the amount of time I needed it to take. Exactly. So, it you know? takes what it takes. Takes what it takes. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. It's been so great proud to of talk you. to you today. Thank you. And thank it's, you for always being such a support. And it's always great to talk to you, yeah. my friend. I come away from these just feeling like I'm ready to take on whatever comes next. Yeah. And we are all doing our best. So, all right. Well, until next time. Take good care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. To share your comments, your questions, your ideas, and to reach Pam directly, please email coachpamdavis at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about Virginia's work, please visit her website, www.vlbassi.com. We look forward to joining you again next week. And remember, change is an inside job.